0: Shalom to all. Today's office is getting Duff Mem Aleph, and we are starting Mem Base about a third of the way up from the bottom with the brand new Meshna. And today's office is sponsored Lilu Nishmas, Mars Mirim Sarabas Rabbi Yaakov Mashah, Her Nishama Shadavn Aliyah, El Lilu Nishmas, Mars Fredechaye Bela, Bos Yitzchak Hernish Her Nishama And the Mishnah says, Evad Shasai Rabbi Apitiki Lachairim, Evid whose master made him an Apitiki for others. What's an Apitiki? So it stands for Apite Kai, Koi, it shall be from here. Meaning Ruven owes money to Shemin and designated his Evid to be used as payment of the loan. and then he freed him. Who's the he over here, the Gemara is going to discuss that. So, Shur Saddin, by the letter of the law, you know, we always say, Lefnimir Shur Beyond the letter of the law, so Shura shurasadin means by the letter of the law. Ainu avid Chayev kolom. The avid doesn't anything because he goes free. El puni Olam, oylam kaiven israbi va'aisa yiseven chayrin. We force his master to make him free. Because of shtar aldomav, however, the avid himself has to write a shtar for his monetary value. Whereas Reb Shimon argues and he says ainu kaysav el mishachrer. The doesn't have to write a shtar for any value of his. The one that freed him has to write the shtar. Now the Gemara is going to explain the Mishnah. So the Gemara tells us shechari, who freed. The Evid over here. So i Rav. Rav says, Rabbi Rishain, his first master, meaning Ruvain, freed his Evid. So Shir Sadin, by the letter of the law, said the Mishnah, in Evid Chayav, klom, the Evid's not Chayav anything, la Shaini. That's to his second master, meaning to Shimon. the Rav, this is just like Rav, Dom Rav. Rav says, Hektash Chometz V'shecher, Mafkin Mide Shibod, Hektash Chometz and Shikhar will release something from a Shibod that it has. What are these cases of hektish, chametz, and shichur? So let's say Ruven owed Shimon money and designated an animal to be used as payment, but then it was maktish that animal as a carbon. the hektish removes the shebud, and Shimon has no claim to that animal. What's chametz? So let's say Ruven owed a guy money and designated some chametz of his to be used as payment, but then Pesach came around, Pesach answers his chametz, and it can't be used as payment. And lastly, shekher is the case that we just learned. If Reuven owes Shimon money and designated a slave of his to be used as payment of the loan, and then Reuven freed his slave, he's free to go, and Shimon has no claim to him. So that's why Meshach is telling us that the second does not have anything to second master. Marketeers explaining the Mishnah. El will taken it. because of taken an What's that taking an island? Shammy him to end with Perhaps Shimon is gonna find this Evid in the marketplace. Memal the Top, Vem is <laughs> gonna tell him, Avdiato, you're my Evid. And really this fellow is not his Evid, but Shimon's claiming, hey, you're my Evid, really, you were supposed to be given to me as payment for that loan that Shimon owed me. And now it's gonna create a lot of bad things said about this former Evid's children. So if we Kevin is Rabbi Shane Isa Ben we force the second master, Shimon, to make him a free person. However, because of Evid Shtar Al the Evan has to write a shtar for his money, which means the Evan has to write an IOU note to Shimon. And the reason why the Evid would have to write this IOU note is because he's he did gain monetarily by being freed, so he would have to write this note for Shimon. If he has the money right away, he would have to pay him right away. But the chiddush over here is that even if he doesn't have the money, Shimon would still have to set him free, and he would have to accept this IOU note from the Evid. However, Rabshim Gamaliel, I remember Gamaliel in said, The Evid doesn't have to write anything. The one that freed him, Ruvain, he has to write the IOU note. Now, Mike what are they arguing about? They're arguing about if someone is Ma'zik, the Shiba, the lien that his friend has. That's why Ruven has to pay. Of her but the TannaKam holds that he's putter. And in Tamar is also stated Hamazik Shibush Shechaveiroi. Let's say someone damaged the Shibush of his friend. Banul shim that brings us to Machlekas of Shimon Gamil and the Rabbanon. Now this is all comes to Rav. However, Ula or Ula says Mishachiroi who freed this Eved. Rabbi Sheni, a second master, Shimon freed him. So the Mishnah had said Sure, Sedin ainu Klom. The Eved's not Chayv in anything. What does that mean? Bemitzvahs. He's not Chayv in at all because he's still considered ruvain's Eved. Shimon doesn't have the ability to free him before the Eved belongs to Shimon. What's it taken to Eilam? What's it taken to Eilam? To all of Shem Ben Khairin because the name that he's a Ben Khairin already went out about this Evan. So Kaiven is Rabbi Rishine. We force his first master, Vice His ben Ruvain has to make him Ben khairin because of Sharadamov, and the Evan now has to write an IOU note to his former master Ruvain. And again, that's because he did gain somewhat monetarily by being freed. Whereas so, Shem Gamil and Shem says, Kaisev the Evan doesn't have to write this IOU note, Meshachar Kaisev, the one that freed him. Shimon, he has to write it. And Ula clarifies, my what are they arguing about? That has actually a They're arguing about a damage which is not really recognizable. Myrshav of Shimon Gamliel holds Shmei Hesek. That's considered a hesek, and that's why Shimon would have to pay. of the Tanakh holds Shmei Hesek. That's not called a damage. Now the Gemara explains Ula my time alam Karav, Why doesn't Ula explain the Mishnah like Rav did? So Amalecha he would tell you Shani Rabik is the second person considered as master. Second person is not his master. So how are we saying that his master has to set him free? The second person is not his master. Whereas for Rav my time alam Kula, why doesn't Rav say like Ula? Because Amalecha he would tell you Shani Meshachar The second person is being called the According to Ula, Shimon was one that freed him, but how is Shimon able to free him if he's not his master? And something similar now in regards to a field. was stated, ha, isus Someone who made his field in Apatiki for others, meaning Ruvenai I told Shimon, you can collect your loan from this field of mine, and a river overflowed into the field and completely swamped it and turned it into a little pond. And now this field is completely unplantable and uncultivatable forever and ever. So Ami Shapir Noe, Ami, was very handsome, said the name Rabbi Eichnan. Now the Gemar Nida calls him Ami Vardina, which is Lashen of Vered. He looked like a rose. He was very handsome. So he said the name Wir ja Shimon is not allowed to collect from other properties that Ruvain has. Whereas Shmuel Amar, the father Shmuel says, He is allowed to collect from other properties that Ruvain has. Amar Yitzchak asks, Just because this Ami is good looking, he can say something that's not good, that doesn't make sense? Why should Shimon not be allowed to collect from other properties of Ruvain now that this property got ruined? Shimon should be allowed to collect from other properties. So he answers, Targim Shmaitze, the way we should understand what he's saying is the Amar lay, Ruvain had told Shimon, the only place you're allowed to collect from is this. And we have a just like that. Someone who made his field in Abatiki for someone else, Fanar and a river overflowed and totally ruined the field. He could collect from other properties. However, if he told him Loyal Mizu, you're only allowed to collect from this field. And he he can't collect from other properties. And we have another Isha. If a person made his field in Abatiki either to pay a balchayev or to pay his wife's ksuba, then let's say the fellow sold. That field, so then the Baal Chayv or his wife would have to collect from other properties of his. Whereas Rabshim Gamaliel says, his Baal Chayv, this fellow that he owes money to, he would have to go around to other properties and collect them because his Apetika was sold. But Isha his wife does not have to go collect from other properties. She's able to collect from this field that was sold, and really the sale is not valid at all. And why is that? It's not the norm for a woman to go to Bezdin. Why would she have to go to Bezdin? Because she would have to figure out which property. Property she is able to collect from. Let's say this husband had five properties and he sold all of them. So she'd have to figure out which one of those properties was sold first and which one she has a shebut on, and it's all schlepper She has to go to bezdin and figure this out. And this is not something that a woman does. So that's why according to Shemgam Leil, she collects from this field that was originally designated for her, as opposed to regular Baruch He would have to go to bezdin and go through this whole balagan to try to figure out which field he can collect from. And moving on to brand new meshna. Mishachatziv Eved v'chatziv Ben Chirin, Someone who is a half Eved, half Ben So it could be they're referring to a case where we have two partners that owned an Evid. And one freed his half of the Evid. So we have a half Eved, half Ben Now, the reason why we're saying that it could be this case, because there are other scenarios as well. But what do we do in the situation? So Eved is Rabbi Yem Echad, Vesatma Yem Echad, he serves his remaining master for one day, and he serves himself for one day, meaning he's a free man one day. Different Basel, that's what Baishel says. However, Bashami says, Rabbi, you fixed up his master. His remaining master still has an Evid. We haven't fixed this fellow up himself because Lisa Shifcha, He can't marry a Shefcha. Why not? because he's already half Bencha and a person who's been a chiron can't marry a Shefcha, and he can't marry Bas Chiron, because he's still half eved And you want to say you Fine, so he won't get married at all. What does it make a difference? the world was created to be populated. Shine, because the Pasuk says, Hashem didn't create it to be empty, La He formed it to be inhabited. So people need to get married and have children. So how's this half eved half ben bench supposed to get married? Therefore, Bishama says, Alpine taken ailam because of taken a kifenusraba of isash bench, we force. Remaining master set him free, the Khser Shah Khidamov, and the eved himself has to write an IOU note to his master for half of his value. And now the Mishnah tells us, Khaz or Herskir Beshamai, Bashil retracted their opinion and went to Paskin like Baishamai. Now the Gemara tells us we have a Braissa. Hamashakar Khatzi Avidoi. Let's say someone freed half of his eved, meaning he told his eved, we're gonna learn whether this is by Shtar or by money, then half of you is free. So Rabbi Ami Rabbi says, Khanah he's kinda half of himself. A Kham Remukham say, like he's not kinda half of himself. And now we're gonna get into a lengthy discussion trying to understand this machelikas. So i So Amar rabbi, rabbi says machlek is bashtar. No well, machlek says when the master wrote his evad Shtar that he's free halfway. The rabbi says, so rabbi holds, we have a hekish. The pastor can talk about a shivcha tells us, v'hafti l'in and the way we're understanding this right now is that it's a split. she was redeemed, but she wasn't fully redeemed the Pasuk says, or her redemption wasn't given to her. And the first part of the Pasuk is talking about money. The second part of the Pasuk is talking about ishtar. And what do we see from here? Ma la We have a hackish between ishtar and Kasef. Ma Kasef ben Kula ben Khatyai, Just like we see by Kasef, she could either be fully redeemed or partially redeemed. nami, so to when we're dealing with ishtar, bein kuloi ben chatsuy. And Evador Shivcha could be fully or partially set free with ishtar. However, Abonon, Gamri la la they learn exeir shava la la from a woman. Ma Isha just like a woman can't be set free free partially, she's either fully divorced from her husband or not at all, and Eved also can't partially be set free. But if the master partially set his Eved free with money, everyone agrees that, that Eved is kind of half of himself, why so? That's because the Pasek tells us that the shevcha is redeemed and not redeemed, meaning she's partially redeemed. As we had explained, that means she's redeemed, but she's not fully redeemed, and that was referring to money. Now, the Gmar suggests, let's say this is Machlikes, the Meir Rebbe holds akesha Difa that it's better to go with the Hekesh Umar Saver, whereas our button holds shava Difa. It's better to go with shava So gmar says like to Xer Shava Difa. Everyone holds shava is better. Why would it be better? Firstly, shava is learned because of extra words in the Pasuk. So it's as if the Pasuk itself is telling us this limit explicitly. And secondly, Xair Shava can only be said if one is a messiah from his Rebbe who got it from his all the way back to Sinai, whereas Hekesh can be darshan by anyone. So everyone agrees it's better to go with Xeroshava. Vishani but over here is different. Meaning the reason why Rebbe goes with a and not with shava is the Ekel because we could always ask on the Seir Shavah, a woman can't be set free with money, she can only be set free with a get, which is a shtar. Tamer be-eved, she-yets are you going to say the same thing applies to an eved? And Eved is different, because he could be set free with money if he pays his way out of his avdos. Now this is Rabba's explanation between Rebbe and the Chammim. However, rav Yosef, um, Yosef says, the machlekes is this eved being set partially free with money. The Rebbe, so a Rebbe holds, then when the Pasuk says, that means, like we explained previously, that she's redeemed, but she's not redeemed. Meaning, she's only partially redeemed. Sarai, hold, the Torah is just talking like the way people talk, and a person might talk like this: Is she redeemed? No, she's not redeemed, and that's how to read the pasuk. Of not that she's partially redeemed. But if we're talking about an Evid being partially set free with a star, everyone would agree that he's not kind of half of himself. But now, the an explanation. We have a brass that says if a person sets half of his Evid free with a shtar, Rebbe Kana, says he's kind of himself. The Kham say he's not kind of himself, this is a clear refutation on Rav Yosef, because we see very clearly that they argue when we're talking about a star. Now we're going to make an inference from this bracha that we just quoted, clearly it seems that Rebbe and the Chambim argue only with a That they don't argue when he partially frees his slave with kasef. Mashma everyone agreed that he is freed. Let's say this is a double refutation on the Sheetar of Yosef. Now the Gemara says not so quick, tell you no, they argue with a star and they also, argue with money. And the only reason why the Brice mentions that they argue in the case of a star is to show you the Kayach of Rebbe, the Rebbe holds that partial redemption with a shtar is a valid redemption. Why doesn't the Bryson say they argue in a case of money, and that shows the Kayach of Rabbanon that it's not a valid redemption? So, the answer the Kayach to say that something is mutter, meaning that it is a valid redemption, that's better, and that's what we're highlighting this heter that Rebbe holds that partial redemption with a shtar is a valid redemption. I think more attempts to bring right to this, Toshmawe. Have a tells us as follows, quoting the pasuk of Haftei, that's Mashma that she's redeemed. Yachalakol, you might think that she's fully redeemed, and that's what the Pasik's telling us. Tam line of dasa, that's what the pasuk tells us right afterwards that she's not redeemed. Now of dasa, if we had that word of dasa, Yachalakol, you might think that she's not redeemed at all. Tam of v'haftei, that's why the pasuk says beforehand, know that she is redeemed. side, how does that make sense? So Paduya, that means she's only partially redeemed. V'kasef Ubishava kasef, and that's referring to money itself or something that has the value of money, and that's what caused her partial redemption. Now the brass continues. V'elikasef, I understand this applicable only to money. But Shtar Minayin, how do we know that she could be harshly redeemed with a Shtar? Tamalai Marva Hafti of Dasa, Oh, the pasuk says, or her redemption wasn't given to her, and this is referring to Shtar. How do we know this part of the pasuk is referring to Shtar? Because Weimer, over there it says krisos. This in regards to regular woman Just like when it says safe krisos, that's referring to a Shtar, That's a get afkan So to over here when it says oh, that's referring to a Shtar. Now only el a kula bishtar. I only know the go free if partial Kasaf was given, so she's partially freed. Or, she could fully go free with a shtar. How do I know that she could partially go free with a shtar? Tom that's why the Pasuk says, So what do you see from these two parts of the Pasuk? We can make a hekesh between shtar and kesef. Just like the kesef that we're talking about in the first part of the Pasuk that tells us she could be fully redeemed with Kasef or partially redeemed. Ashtar Nami, so to the Shtar that we're referring to in the second part of the Pasuk, that tells us that she could either be fully redeemed with her Shtar or only partially set free with her Shtar. Something more analyzes this b'raisa. We understand according to his new understanding of Rav after we asked a question on him and we tried to disprove him and he answered by saying that really Rebbe and the Chum argue in both scenarios, Kasef and Shtar, so Hamani, Rabbi, he. Who's this Brysa? It's Rebbe. El-Rabba, Explanation of Machak is Rebbe in the Chamim Reisha is safe for Rebbe. Does it make sense to say that the Ratha this Bryce is according to everyone? And the safe of this Bryce is only according to Rebbe. We usually don't like doing that. So we say this Bryce is Raya for Ravyes' so explanation. So I'm al Kharab, Rabba would answer you in. It's actually true. Reisha Devrakov is safe for Rebbe, that the Reisha the is according to everybody, and the safe is only according to Rebbe. And this is one of those situations that we find in the Gemara that will say that the entire Braissa is not necessarily like one Taino. Whereas Ravashi, Ravashi gives a different explanation. he We could just say that the entire Braissa was authored by Rebbe. Originally, we thought that this brisa was authored by one tana, and therefore we bothered by the fact why is it that this tana holds like everyone in the risha, but only like Rebbe in the seifa. But now Ravashi is saying that this brisa was actually authored by Rebbe, and therefore it's not problematic at all because the Chum just disagreed with this brisa. But the Gemara continues El But what about our Mishnah? Diktani? Our Mishnah says Misha Ben we have a case of half half Ben So Rabba Kasef We understand that our Mishnah could be according to Rabba. We could explain that we're talking about that he's partially redeemed with kasef, and that would be according to everybody both. Rebbe and the Rabbanon. According to Rebbe Yosef, the only way we would be able to explain our Mishnah is according to Rebbe and not the Rabbanon. So, I'm raving, raving answers, and our Mishnah is referring to what we had explained as originally that it was an Evid not owned by one person but partially set free. It's an Evid owned by two partners, and one partner freed him, and that would be according to both Rebbe and the Rabbanon. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow continuing to analyze the machleiches between Rebbe and the Chamim for now.